this second-year Steeler is about to explode. But it's not who you think. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers, so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Not since Big Ben Roethlisberger's prime has there been such an optimistic buzz surrounding a Steelers team that we've yet to see on the football field. This genuine excitement building around the 2023 Steelers is centered around a plethora of second-year offensive playmakers who could be about to become stars. This Pittsburgh list packed with potential is led by quarterback Kenny Pickett and his primary scoring threat receiver George Pickens out of Georgia. But it doesn't stop there. Massive intrigue surrounds the Steelers' speedy smurf, receiver Calvin Austin III. This is especially true because the diminutive pass catcher who possesses another gear as a runner never saw action last season due to a foot injury. Austin is a totally blank canvas that many Steelers expect to become a Pittsburgh Picasso. There's also the unknown X-factor of Connor Hayward. Cam's little brother is listed as a tight end, but word out of OTAs is he could be used as a utility knife player at fullback, tight end, and even halfback. Hayward could be making plays and having an impact all over the field. Despite all these second-year possibilities, the biggest Steelers sophomore surprise could be the player who was the biggest surprise as a rookie. I'm talking about none other than the undrafted running back out of Oklahoma State, Jalen Warren. Last season, Warren clawed his way up the depth chart and onto the playing field with a combination of his brutal blocking hard-to-bring-down running, and his savvy, sure-handed skills in the short and intermediate passing game. At times last season, Warren looked to be the better back when compared to former first-rounder Najee Harris, who was hampered by a foot injury for part of the year. Warren piled up 379 yards and a touchdown on 77 carries, he made 28 receptions for 214 yards in the passing game, and he averaged 5.6 yards per, per touch overall. And he did it on just 6.5 touches a game. He wasn't officially named the Steelers' third down back until Game 5. Moreover, Warren lost some playing time due to injury, which struck just as his role within the offense was peaking and his contribution to the Steelers' offense goes well beyond his personal production. By chipping pass rushers and bulldozing defenders downfield, Warren helped ensure big plays in the passing game, too. He comes into 2023 having added muscle to his fireplug-like 5'8 frame, according to reports out of those Steelers' OTAs. Lower body is thick, 
and his center of gravity is as stable and as hard to topple as any runner-slash-blocker in the league. His many abilities and attributes, including being able to run it up the middle or take it outside, not to mention his tireless work ethic, should propel Warren into a role that's far more valuable than simply spelling Harris. Word is, Warren could be used in tandem with Najee in a variety of new plays out of two back sets. As a result, Warren's touches per game could double. No wonder several NFL analysts are predicting big, even unexpected things for the undersized running back. CBS Sports tags Warren as one of its, quote, under-the-radar players for 2023. They write this, quote, Warren should see some more work as the number two on the depth chart. His ability as both a pass catcher and pure runner should help create a change of pace in Pittsburgh's backfield and keep Harris fresh, unquote. SteelersDepot.com says the stock watch on Warren is an arrow pointing straight up in 2023. The determined running back returns to the team, quote, not only experienced but also motivated and unsatisfied, still feeling the need to earn his place and prove he belongs, Warren looks to be in great shape during OTAs, including bulking up his frame, unquote. Steelers Depot also has this advice for some clueless Steelers fans salivating over a potential free agency signing of Dalvin Cook following his release by the Vikings. The Steelers Depot says, quote, the two top positions in Pittsburgh's backfield are already firmly filled, unquote. Hey, there's nothing bigger about Jalen Warren than the chip on his shoulder. It began growing after not being drafted and being initially overlooked in training camp. It swelled still more after fighting and clawing and scratching his way into a backup role, then taking over third-down duties. It expands yet again as he enters 2023, determined to prove last season was anything but a fluke, and that chip won't stop getting bigger until Warren enjoys 1A, 1B status alongside Harris. Hey, just as the chip made it so hard to block another undrafted stealer by the name of James Harrison, it looks to make Warren very difficult to bring down and downright impossible to hold down. Of all the second-year coming-out parties planned in Pittsburgh, Jalen Warren's could be the most fun and the most inspiring. We have much more on all the optimism surrounding the 2023 Steelers, including the chemistry between Kenny Pickett and his Penn State tight end Pat Fryer move. Find out why that kinetic energy among this pair could be about to explode. It's all in a sunny summertime edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. Hey, and be sure to check out my full print column, First Thing Thursday on Penn Live, 
As always, it will be packed with plenty of memes, bringing the latest, greatest Steelers debates to life and to laughs. Right now, let's get right to it. As promised, here's Mark Caboli with The Athletic on the kinetic chemistry Kenny Pickett has developed with his big tight end out of Penn State, Pat Fryermuth. The production of this pair could be about to downright detonate in 2023. Caboli writes, quote, Every quarterback needs his security blanket, and Fryermuth took a big step in becoming that for Kenny Pickett last year. Caboli writes this, quote, Every quarterback needs his security blanket, and Fryermuth took a big step in becoming that for Kenny Pickett last year during the quarterback's rookie year. 45 of Fryermuth's 63 reception, 512 of his 732 yards, and 66 of his 98 targets came with Pickett under center. But that tells only part of the story of their burgeoning relationship. Late in six games last year, Fryermuth came up with catches in critical late-game scenarios. Three from Pickett and three from Mitch Trubisky, who's the backup QB in Pittsburgh. Pickett's hookups led to critical wins against the Raiders and the Ravens in back-to-back weeks. And those plays came off schedule. Quote, we practice it, but some guys just have that natural ability to find that spot, and Pat has that ability and feel on how to get open and break routes open, Kenny Pickett said, adding, quote, we spend a lot of time together, so it's nice to go out there and make plays like that. It's just his football IQ and his instinct. When we're at practice or just watching the film together, his instincts he really understands football and where to find the soft spots on the field, unquote. Friermuth views it as a trust factor with Pickett that allows him to be targeted in critical spots. He said, quote, Kenny trusts me in those moments and the staff as well. We are continuing to build that relationship and we will feel even more comfortable, unquote. Frymuth's 2022 season was among the best in the league for tight ends, despite dealing with another concussion and playing with a rookie QB. Frymuth finished fifth in targets at 98, fourth in air yards with 849, eighth in average target distance at 8.7 yards, third in deep targets with 12 of those, sixth in receptions at 63, sixth in receiving yards at 732, ninth in yards after the catch with 286, and 13th in yards per reception at 11.6. Frymuth's 63 catches were 13 off the Steelers' record for tight ends. And we all know who holds that one. Heath. Heath Miller had 76 in 2009. Even more exciting, the Steelers' tight ends should be very versatile this season. We have Fryermuth and Gentry returning, and despite the late-season improvement from Connor Hayward, the Steelers went out and drafted mammoth six-foot-seven tight end Darnell Washington in the third round out of Georgia. Washington is known for his blocking and athleticism, but he instantly recognized something about Pat Fryermuth 
when he first saw him during those recent OTAs in Pittsburgh. Said Washington, quote, never really watched the NFL growing up. When I first saw Pat in person running, running routes, he was super fluent. That's like where I want to be as coming in and out of breaks and just releases and everything he does when it comes to running routes. He's super polished. He's one of the best tight ends I've seen in person running routes, unquote. A super fluent. I love that term. I love how Pickett is so fluent in looking for his tight end one. And I'm telling you, Friar Moose production and the whole Pittsburgh tight end squad could be about to really take flight. Well, we're going to see more of this new offense and how the tight ends factor into it at Steelers training camp in scenic Latrobe, PA at traditional St. Vincent's College. It is one of the great settings, if not the greatest, in pro football, especially as, as far as training camps go. And of course, that we have now have all the dates official about what is transpiring in training camp in Latrobe this summer. Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reports the team announced its 2023 training camp schedule. Players are set to report to St. Vincent College on July 26th. The annual Friday night lights practice at Latrobe Memorial Stadium is set for August 4th. That's a week before the Steelers' preseason opener against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Post-Gazette reminds us that admission to open practices is free, as always, but fans must obtain a mobile ticket. Just go to Steelers.com for more on that ticket information. So the key dates for training camp in Latrobe at St. Vincent, Wednesday, July 26th, Players report camp open practice begins Thursday, July 27th at 1.55 p.m. And the last day of training camp is set for Friday, August 18th. That's the last practice, and it will not be open to the public before the Steelers break camp. So in between, there's going to be lots of opportunities to see the Steelers in a practice setting. And if you have never been, you gotta go. There's no better setting to see your favorite Steeler up close and personal and sweating profusely in those dog days of late July and August. Can't wait. Of course, we're going to be covering all of training camp and we're going to be covering everything that leads up to training camp every Wednesday afternoon on your Steelers update podcast from Penn Live. So sign up wherever you get your audio, get it fresh, steaming fresh every Wednesday afternoon, and don't even take a chance of just remembering. Just, just sign up so you get it automatically. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time dealer's news.